But the women that we know and love and that we're, a lot of us are pursuing won't allow us to break the curses. You know, it, it's the thing, you know, just like you say, we talk about the BBLs and the lashes and the, the, the baby hairs and all that stuff. Like, well, men, men still want it. Women still like, okay, that sounds good. Even though we're telling we don't, don't. It's the same thing on the reverse. It's we have to because this is the expectation of us. We have to be this version of ourselves because you're not trying to date the 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 nice guy. Guess who would have tweeted that? Russell Wilson. <laughs> and y'all ain't checking for Russell Wilson. What up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. It's heat, baby. It's hot. (laughs) (laughs) After we recorded last week, that was a Friday. Saturday, my AC went out. And I ain't talking about just the capacitor or some other little small part that you can buy. And probably do it just something about the compressor, where you need a whole mother leaping unit. So it went out at the worst possible time because I was the first one to realize it because it was still blowing on the inside. But I was like, damn, still feel kind of warm in this motherfucker. But Jasmine and Tabitha didn't say nothing. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm tripping because I do get hot easily. By that night, man, I came and checked the thermostat. I was like, oh, it ain't getting cooler in the house. This AC out. So I say it went out the worst possible time because the next day is Sunday. Most places are closed Sunday. The 4th of July was on a Tuesday. So between trying to get someone out here to diagnose the problem and then getting somebody out here because I need a complete new unit, the outside joint and the inside joint. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's, it's, it's been an ordeal, man. And on top of that, I had other stuff going on in the house, like new furniture, Old furniture getting taken out, backsplash getting installed, like all this is going on, no AC. And um, so I've been checking in and out of hotels, just trying to give my daughter, I say my daughter released because my wife got her hot ass in the Bahamas. So she's enjoying herself while we sweating it, <laughs> while we sweating it up here. So they're finally here. So to the listeners, um, they actually came a day earlier too because somebody canceled their appointment. Uh, so in the background, what you hear is Malcolm X, because I was watching Malcolm X when Ferg decided that we needed to record. So that's what you hear. Matter of fact, that's the end where he's getting shot. If y'all can hear that. <laughs> and, uh, so that's we, going we on. Can. That's going on. And the <laughs> AC people are here. So you're going to hear a lot of background noise on my end. So I'll be on mute as much as possible. But that's what I got going on, Ferg. Okay. So you were telling us before the show that you were watching a couple of Malcolm X pictures, I mean, films, you know, tell us a little more about that. No, no, not Malcolm X, Denzel. Let me see yeah, with Denzel. Yeah. Well, same person. Yeah, I was gonna say something. Same person. Somebody got a buddy tattoo. That, the, 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 yeah, buddy with the... It's like, the, it's like, the, it's like uh, Ma- Ma- Master P, what is it? Master P is Luther Vandross oh now? Oh my God, how did that, how did that happen, man? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Rotten Tomatoes, they ranked all of Denzel Washington movies, and it's like one through forty-seven, 
and as I'm scrolling, I already disagree with 46. That's way too low for John Q. There's no way mm. John Q is his 46th best movie. They can get the hell on with that. Anyway, I'm watching them in order. Even if I already seen the movie before, I'm watching it. I've been judging his performance in every movie. And so far, I think his best performance, not imitating a real life person, because I think Malcolm X is one of his best performances. Fences is probably his best performance so far. I'm on movie number nine. Uh, no, I'm on movie number eight, Malcolm X. Crimson Tide was number seven. Much Ado About Nothing 6, Mississippi Masala, number 5. I hadn't seen that one before. That's actually pretty good. Devil in a Blue Dress was 4, Fences was 3, Tragedy of Macbeth 2, and number 1 was Glory. The only thing I'll say, he hasn't had a bad performance so far to me, but the two Shakespeare movies, Tragedy of Macbeth and Much Ado About Nothing, to me, doesn't give him an opportunity to be Denzel. Like, he's literally just repeating the lines that are from the play. So it was kind of hard to enjoy his performance. Could could you? Well, a couple of things. John Q was low because of Kimberly Elise. Oh yeah, she. Oh, <laughs> oh, he just reminded me. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just, I just do not like her as a person, <laughs> as an actress. I don't like her as a person because of her acting. Like she just ah. Secondly, Denzel cannot be Denzel in a Shakespeare. Uh, like, could you imagine him mm-hmm. being Denzel? <laughs> like that's the thing like that's probably part of his best acting because in most movies you still see glimpses of Denzel and yeah. so in this case it's kind of like could you you know but but that's I, that's some of the criticism Denzel gets is he plays himself in every character like exactly. he takes over every character yeah. but yeah. I, I mean that's I, I can see him playing Mercutio you know, and talking about a scratch, a scratch, ha <laughs> ha, just a scratch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, Stella Hester would be proud of you. <laughs> right. Stella Hester would be. <laughs> so you bite your thumb at me. So I, I will say, out of the eight movies I've watched so far, Crimson Tide, I think, like, I think he brings something to every movie he's in. But Crimson Tide is such a good movie to where. It could have been nearly anyone in his role in that movie. And that movie, I think, does just as well with or without him. Like, he doesn't exceed the writing in that movie. You got Gene Hackman. You got uh, James Galdafini, Tony Soprano, rather. Got Joey from Rock in that joint. Like, you got a lot of actors that we knew that. But Agreed. But I think the thing about it is he had to downplay his character because his character, there was like this there was this battle between it was a power struggle and so if he came in being traditional i command the screen denzel he's easy to hate because now he's overstepping he has he's like he almost he he humbles himself throughout the whole movie like that's the whole movie's like look i'm smarter than you i know this i'm playing the game and you can't stand it like you can't stand it so i was i saw it a few weeks ago i was watching it and I was like, kill that role. Cause it just, it was just a different version of a humble. Cause Denzel's the man in every other movie he plays. Like he is the man. Even when he's so not the man, Denzel, even when he's not the star, like Glory and uh, a soldier story. Yeah. He steals glory. Yeah. Glory, that that single yeah. that single tear. That, that single tear when that, he's <laughs> that yeah, like and, you said, a soldier story. Like yeah. you know, he wasn't the main character in that, but it's still 
you you just see him like playing that role. So yeah, CJ was supposed to be there, but yeah, it's, it's still not. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but even in Glory, he had a he had a role, or his his role was to be dominant, right? It was to be that uncontrollable Negro, that ain't the angry black man. That 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 rage. He showed that rage, and I mean, you you grew to love him by the end of the film. So that that's that's all. I, so I'll be keeping you guys posted as I'm on. So that's probably gonna take me a few weeks. So I'll probably let you guys know what number I'm on each episode. Okay. But that's all I got. I understand, Rozzy, You were in Vegas, and you know Usher has been performing for a little over a year now. But a particular Usher performance in Vegas. Uh, Went a little viral. Were, were you yeah. were you in the crowd that day? I, I actually was in the crowd. So it was Fourth of <laughs> July. We we went to see Usher on Fourth of July, and um, yeah, I was there for Usher Gate, Kiki Gate. I don't know what they're calling it right now, but uh, yeah. It, so what was her name? It's, it's Kiki Shepard. Palmer. Right? Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, yeah, not Kiki Shepard. That boy That's took it Apollo. back. <laughs> that boy took it back. That's when you know you're getting up there in age, dog. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Shepard, Kiki Wyatt, all, all the Kikis. But uh, yeah, so Kiki Palmer was in, in the audience. And so Usher does this every show, right? He finds people in the show and like kind of serenades them uh, when it's like, there goes my baby and all that. And um, just comes to find out that he's at the show he's performing and he he hears that kiki is in the the crowd and so he goes over he serenades her and kiki loses her mind like she fangirls over usher and so everybody that's the video everybody has seen and everything i was even there like man she i i didn't think that she would go that far you know being a star already like it's it's weird to see major stars be starstruck and that's really what it looked like there uh and so yeah she was rubbing on him it almost felt looked uncomfortable for usher actually if you kind of look at it like he does the whole side turn his body and all that like yeah like you really look did you see the ryan davis breakdown (laughs) i did yeah yeah man he did he he if, if if listeners if you have not seen that ryan davis breakdown of the master class that usher did it really is chef's kiss on like being famous and dealing with a fan because even though kiki is a, a big star she was a fan in that instance like she gave him full body on chest like all that and um usher did great like he held the the towel in his hand so he didn't actually touch it when he put his arm around her like when she gave him the he turned his side so his went on her like he he i mean it's just a master class in dealing with the public and so but yeah we were there man it was crazy but just if you have not seen the show i know everybody talks about how good it is and everything it's long uh, he gives you your money's worth. It's a really, really long show. He probably his his last set probably could have got scrapped, and you would have still walked out of there like, man, I'm satisfied. Um, but it is an awesome, awesome show, man. I mean, and I knew Usher had hits, but I didn't know Usher had this many hits. Like to be able to fill a full four hour block of show with his songs, and he still didn't sing all his songs that's the crazy part about it he didn't even sing all of his hits and still filled that entire four blocks had you rocking had you swooning if you bring your lady yeah you know you're gonna 
be loving on her a little bit in there it is a great great show um that was the highlight of my trip because i've come to the conclusion that vegas hates me that's the only thing that i can think of so the listeners out there that you know haven't been rocking with us over a year last year about this time right a little bit over a year ago we were in vegas for one of our friends weddings um and i'm get through the wedding get through the trip getting ready to fly back home and i i I have to check out at 11 i have a flight around three or four so i got a long time between so i'm like oh i'm just gonna give the bell hop my bags and i'm gonna hit vegas for another couple hours come back and somebody stole my bags more than likely it was the bellhop that stole my bags uh, because we checked them in with them they looked at the video they said they saw them with them they saw them take them back but they never came back out they lost track of the bags so that was my last trip to vegas then i go out this time on the way there american airlines they hate me too they delayed my flight to an hour i missed my connect had to stay in dallas overnight uh and fly into vegas a day late so i missed the night in vegas there then on the way back they delayed my flight five hours missed my connecting flight got to dallas had to stay overnight in dallas again and then had to wake up the next morning and um you know go to work after i got home uh, i got to the airport around 5 30 flew back at seven got here about nine and i had a conference call at 10 o'clock so went straight to work uh, from there so it was the trip was great had a great time but yeah it was it was a lot but i I really think just vegas hates on me we're going back in two weeks so i'm gonna try it again so third time's a charm fingers crossed so that's gonna be uh a great time buffer all three brothers gonna be there so we got to figure out something we can do a live stream or something where we just sit around and just chill out but um that's all i really got oh and just for the nerds out there i just got to put a little bit of nerd land out there the one ring has been found so there is a anybody who plays magic the gathering uh or any of the magic card games they actually literally made a single card called the one ring in the magic the gathering uh and it's worth two million dollars and dude finally found it after uh about a year and a half of looking for it so dude's two million dollars richer he's not selling it he uh, got it authenticated and um and sealed so it's gonna stay in perfect uh condition uh so yeah that's just so, pretty so dope he's to be able not to find. two million dollars richer he he's two million dollars net worth richer that's an asset Damn. okay it's like owning art so he is two million dollars wealthier we won't say richer he's two million dollars wealthier because he has that asset that he literally could put on an auction or he can actually uh, borrow against it so as an asset so yeah i don't know what you would do with a two million dollar asset because if you if you borrow against it you still got to be able to pay (laughs) so i guess debt to income won't let him pay that but yeah i mean apparently unless he he's well off anyway you know but if if you're you know it's very rare that you're gonna find somebody that's well off playing magic the gathering and out looking for um magic the gathering cards did you look for Magic the Gathering cards? No, but I'm not well off though. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm, I'm not rich like Buff. That is true. <laughs> Even if I was rich, the AC people are taking my money. <laughs> so, even if I was, I ain't rich now. Uh, well, some people would have had to just buy box fans for the for the rest of the summer. Buff, Buff you made a, a quick decision. Yeah. It wasn't even a decision. 
Speak, I, I was almost there with you though, bro. Speaking of ACs, Haley's room wasn't air conditioning, air conditioning, cooling, whatever you call it. It wasn't cooling right. Uh, and so she was getting super hot. And so I called my folks out and they were like, yeah, you, we, we can't do another whole unit. But what we want to do is do what they call a mini split, which is basically putting in a whole nother unit just for that room. Uh, it was going to be like $8,000. They wanted for that. And I was like, oh, no. So I went and got a second opinion. So that's one thing, folks. Go out and get a second opinion because I called another company. They came out and they were like, yeah, your trunk line has a big hole in it right there. Uh, fix that and you'll be good. So I called Norell, which is my original AC folks, back out because they put the trunk in uh, and they fixed it for free. So I got mine fixed for free uh, only because I got that second opinion. But they weren't going to do that. They were going to try to put a split in and make, charge me for a whole nother line. So, yeah, get a second opinion, guys. It, yeah, great, great. Yeah, great. Did that make you that. feel any better? Did that make you feel any better, Buff? A, a little bit. I will say I agree with his second opinion though, because we okay. actually did get someone out here Sunday uh, that wasn't even through our warranty people. But I'm like, yo, if it's something small, I'll pay uh, the none warranty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they came and gave us a quote. They said I need a new unit. So I was like, okay, bet. And this dude quoted me like eleven thousand some dollars. And was confused as to why I wasn't ready to pay right then. He was, I was like, all right. I said, okay, well, I said, thank you. We'll we'll talk it over and let you know. He's like, okay, but uh, can, can I? Is, is there any reason y'all not getting it today? Because it's eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> well, apparently he looked around. The, he looked around the estate and assumed that right. you probably had. He was like, you have a basket on the wall, sir. Like, <laughs> What you waiting on? <laughs> yeah. For a broke dude like me, he would have he would have showed me the financing options, all kind of stuff. So I would- like, like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Is that like a, I get a little offended when folks automatically go straight to the financing option because nine times out of ten I'm paying cash for it and I'm gonna I'm gonna pay out of pocket. But I just get offended when that's the first thing that comes out of their mouth is we have finance and financing options. Uh, I guess it depends on the amount. Of what it is so like when, like with these floors we got you know when he when he mentioned finances i was like yes i'm interested in that <laughs> especially if anything interest-free yeah interest-free financing is you speak in my yeah, language especially interest-free because like i'm gonna pay it off early than earlier than whatever the end date is for but i like not having to pay such a large sum of money all at once yeah cash is king you want to stay liquid exactly so we we glanced over this. You know, Rizzy hit on the Usher part, but I want to quickly get the brothers' opinions on the whole Kiki Gate or the whole Kiki Baby Daddy Gate because they they refuse to call this young man by his name. So, so, so sometimes neither person is right, and neither person is all the way wrong. Like I don't know why um, we can't ever look at. The, the gray area or something like we always have to choose a team and when I say they was dragging this brother my god they, they tore him up bro and and some of it was for good reason because he did he initially was all the way wrong in just how he went about it going on social media saying and doing what he did that was that was foul um I don't like a lot of people were calling him insecure. I don't know if it's... Well, here's here's what I'll say about that. People were calling him insecure 
for what she wore. I don't think it was about what she wore, so to speak. I think it was about, you know, what Rosio described happened, like what actually happened between her and Usher that had him feeling how he felt. And people were calling him insecure about this. I'll just speak on two things on that. One, I don't think there's anything wrong with not loving the fact that your woman is, as Rosie put it, fangirling over another man, even if he's a celebrity. We live in a society where everybody claims that celebrities are no big deal to them and that they're regular people just like everybody else. Yet I saw so many exceptions made for this example. Like, well, you know, that's Usher's, you know, you know, she should be allowed to do that. That's that's probably one of her favorite singers. The other thing I want to touch on is even if he was insecure about it, are we I, I thought we were in the era of um allowing people to express how they feel about something. And stop. We're gonna come back to that. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, so so now we we just invalidate his feelings. Yeah, he went about it the wrong way. But even if, even if he was quietly insecure, I, I I thought we were allowed to express ourselves. So I, I get these mixed messages all the time. Men express yourselves, express yourselves, and then when men express themselves, you nigga, you broke. Shut the fuck up. If you ain't ready to handle her, then you need to you need to pass it to somebody else. Whoa. How do we get here? <laughs> exactly. So now I'm supposed to be okay so, with another man grinding his penis on my woman. I didn't know that was okay. But, you know, cool. Save that because I'm going to bring that back up a little later. Okay. All right. Rizy, what say ye? Yeah, I, I am actually a little bit on the boyfriend side. I, I feel him on he didn't like the outfit. It's, but at the same time, he posts pictures of her half naked a lot, and so that's why I grew above when I when he said that it wasn't about the outfit; it was about how she was acting or reacting to Usher. Um, and he should have said that, right? I I think by talking about you're a mom, so you shouldn't be wearing this. It was it was that that was lame. That really was lame. Like she's a mom just had a baby a few what a year two years ago and she looks like that i mean good job mom that that's that's my thing so i think that's a really really a poor wording of what he was trying to get across with it so like you said but if i think it's a little bit of right on both sides a little bit of wrong on both sides was she wrong i don't think she was wrong she fangirl she did what she did it happens I mean, she didn't go home with Usher. It, it it just got caught on video because she's Kiki Wyatt. And along with that, I, I saw a post. Somebody was Palmer, saying bro. Palmer, Palmer. Yes, Palmer. <laughs> I, I saw the right this time, right? <laughs> oh man, I just was Kiki, oh. Kiki Palmer. <laughs> so because she's that, everybody like you know it hit, it hit the waves or whatever. But I, I saw something that was like. Uh, somebody need to get Stennis on the line and give, let him give a class to all these side dudes or whatever uh, for these powerful. St- yeah, who did I say, Stennis? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Stennis. <laughs> That's an inside joke, by the way. <laughs> Stedman needs to get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they need. They need to uh, give a, a class on just like staying in your place, man. You have an entertainer as 
a lady. She's going to step out in these revealing clothes. That's part of her job is to go out and sell her body, sell sex, sell like the, the, I want her thing, right? That's how she gets guys to listen and listen to her and stuff like that. That, I mean, even her, her female audience that a part of it is I want to be her, right? I want to look like her. I want to be able to uh, be stacked like that. And so that he, he has to understand that's just a part of what she does. Yeah. She got caught fangirling, but it's, he, he, he needs to, yes, get himself together, not be as jealous as he is about it. Um, have that conversation with her one off in, in, in the house, not on social media, but it happens. It happens. I mean, we, probably not us but a lot of guys do that exact same thing talk about you know wife shouldn't have done this shouldn't have done that yada 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 when they get caught on social media or they get caught doing something that the guy did wouldn't like because they got to defend their manhood right it's like i gotta go on social media because everybody all my friends saw her in this so i gotta go on social media and defend myself that i'm not a simp or whatever i didn't like it i didn't approve of that and make sure that folks know that stupid but it is what it is that's life well Rizzi, you kind of hit where you perfect segue to where i wanted to come in because i agree with everything you and buff said you maybe gave a little too much out but social media they're all victim both are victims of social media right you're like he shouldn't have gone on social media to state this but social media is where the video of his girlfriend baby mama is like this is where it's at like if I say that at home, that's good. But at the same time, Buff, Rozzy, Ferg, everybody's seeing your baby mama grind on Usher and doing all this. Like it's already out there on social media. So there, what I see is two young people because she's 29. I'm assuming he's around the same age, learning how to navigate this world that we're in that probably none of us can give them real input to because we've been dating like we weren't that young during this age. Right. They're both young, navigating a child out of wedlock. Her being this this huge star, him being Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Like we haven't said his name the whole show. His name is Darius Jackson, but everybody keep calling him Kiki Palmer, baby daddy. Like this is what they're dealing with. So, um, and they should. And the thing about it, he should have said something before she went out. I'm assuming she was in Vegas where the show was at. I don't know if he was in Vegas with her, but it looks like a girls' trip. So he's not there. I'm assuming he's at home with the baby, possibly being a father. Who knows? Um, and all of a sudden, you know, your girl, like nobody really wants to think about their, their their wife, their girlfriend, whoever going out to Vegas with a girl's trip and all this stuff like shit happens. And then you you turn on your computer, you look on your phone, whatever. And she's girl crushing, fangirling over Usher, one of the biggest stars in the world, like that that hits his ego and Z and I were talking about this people said that he didn't protect her because he went out there and disrespected and he was being misogynistic it became that somehow came black men don't protect black women conversation that we we always hear like okay that might be right that might be right I'm not going to discredit it but there's two parts to this he might not have protected her in this situation and then she didn't show him the respect that he probably deserves in the other situation. I don't know about them specifically or the details of the relationship, but I, I saw so many comments where they were glossing over anything she did. And what you guys are going to hate 
And one of the main comments was, well, they're not married. So here comes that they're in a relationship. They got a baby together, but yeah, you single until you single. Right. She's Ugh. still single because they, they use that as an, that's what I meant when I was using an argument. Like, because at the end of the day, people can still use that argument. I don't care what else you do together. You guys have not made the commitment. And it was just like finding little ways to downgrade her, her part in this. Yeah. Excuse that's what she does stuff. for a living. Yep. But Keith Keith Palmer wasn't, she didn't look like that a year ago. She didn't look like that two years ago. It's sometimes when you're like, you, you turn around. You know, when guys get money, when women get a new job, they get like things change a little bit. That's not the same Kiki Palmer people were checking for last year, two years ago. She she has she's she the baby helped her develop. You know, that baby fat is is, is doing good things for her. So I just feel we should get both grace, but we shouldn't be too quick to judge and we have to look at both parts of it. It's not Kiki is this victim. She went out there and like you said, no man I know that really cares or loves the person he wants to see that period. I don't care how secure you are. You don't want to see that. So that's all I have to say about it. Let's keep the party going Uh, because I'm going to come back to what we were saying earlier, Buff, so I probably try to go first. Uh, It's Sophie here. Yeah, man, she is. Hold on. Let me grab her. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible Berry Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good afternoon, Sophia. Good afternoon. Got your contacts in? You're squinting. No, I forgot. I was wondering, I was about to say, yo, are the contacts working? <laughs> she <laughs> tried to do her buff eyes. She's so, doing her buff impression. They're, they're, they're like prescription. Like contacts, eye fixing. eye fixing for her myopia or whatever. It's supposed to make her what? eyesight get better. Myopia? Um, yes. I don't know what it is. It is something to do with your eyes. My and eyeballs so are weird. Basically, <laughs> your eyesight shouldn't get worse using them. So she yeah, has to yeah. wear them every day. It's not just yeah, you're like. O- yeah, your opia. Yeah. Yes, your your opia. Not mine. I'm supposed to be the one telling the jokes. <laughs> I do the jokes here. Come on. I do the jokes here. <laughs> well, go ahead. Tell the joke then. Why? Why do beats never lose? Beats never lose. Because they're unbeatable. <laughs> he didn't even know it, so he was also thinking. Yeah, I was. I was. 
No one was going to get that one. <laughs> no, nobody was no. going to get that one. No. <laughs> that was an amazing joke. Good joke. Yeah, All right, joke. go put your uh, contacts in. Yes. I'll actually do it. All right. I okay. told you that three times. She went to Taekwondo this morning without them. So. I was blind. I, the teacher asked why I was... A roundhouse kicked in the face. Like, <laughs> and she said, I'll sit a bit close to you. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, well, welcome back to Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast where, you know, um, when you hear the questions, we hear the questions. So these aren't we don't give these thought. We don't discuss these before the show. So here it goes. But if you kind of were hitting on my question today, it will cut. I don't want to use this as the example, but we can use it as an example, if that makes sense. So um, with that being said. One of the main things I heard about uh, Darius outburst in the way he responded, because I want to call him by his name and show that man some kind of respect was, you know, he was insecure. And so my questioner is, are men allowed to be insecure or have emotions that are, are traditionally deemed as weak? Only unless you're willing to be called sassy and zesty. And how do we get past that, though? Like, that's the thing. Like, aren't these the things that people are asking men to do? Like, isn't this part of the bigger problem? Why there's so much toxic masculinity out there is this. Because we're not in touch with our emotions. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. But insert this situation. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, we said in the previous episode, you know, toxic is a new racist. It's it's tell me how masculine you want me to be right if i'm like buff said if if i start showing my emotions if i start being vulnerable if i start telling you how i actually feel then i'm being zesty um you know i'm not a man i'm a beta male right uh because i I'm, i didn't i don't know hit you upside the head and tell you to do it my way i i don't i don't get it right if i tell you that i don't like this and you say screw me I don't have any repercussions other than to leave you right and and nine times out of ten women because of that lack of respect right because they're independent because they can do it themselves they don't need a man then they just say screw it I'm gonna do whatever I want to do and they totally disrespect that guy and so now he has no other way to deal with you so he either has to take it or he has to leave or he has to be that hyper-masculine male that might go upside your head or, you know, verbally abuse you or something like that. So those are your three options, right? So you either submit or you deal with one of those three options because those are the only three options that's out there for a guy. And I, so I, I don't think guys can be vulnerable uh, in society right now. There are certain situations, maybe behind closed doors where, a woman, a good woman will let you be vulnerable and, and talk to you and be like, baby, I got you. I know you're tired. I know the world's coming down on you and you need help. And I got you and I got your back. That's not social norm, though. That's not if you do it publicly. If you get on social media and say, I feel some type of way about this. I don't like this. You know, I feel like the world's coming down on me. People call you weak for some reason. Uh, and And how do we get past that? I don't know. I mean, I think it just takes time. It takes the, the what's his name? Darius Jackson's of the world saying, I don't like my wife or my, my lady in that. 
I mean, you can say whatever you want, but I don't like it. And dealing with the backlash of it, it takes us going on social media, talking about going to therapy and how we're having well, problems and everything like that. Like it takes that. Well, I'm I'm glad you said we don't have to use this example because Darius, while he does deserve some amount of respect, I'm glad we're saying his name, but he is a bad example. Like on yeah. the one hand, you're posting videos of her twerking half naked. You're posting pictures of you in your underwear in the bed. On top of that, you're saying you want everything to be traditional. And I do understand the point that women were pointing out. You want everything to be traditional, but you ain't do the traditional thing and marry the mother of your kid. So he kind of shot himself in the foot with pretty much everything he tweeted. Now, to a larger conversation that we're having about this, I agree with what Razio said. I think it is okay for men to be vulnerable with that one woman that you're involved with behind closed doors and might I add not that often <laughs> right like you may have a good woman that says hey it's okay to cry you probably got about Today. two cries two cries a year you probably got about and they need to be like your mother passed away uh y- your daughter hospitalized it gotta be something real bad it can't be man I got passed up on the promotion today at work you better figure something out. You know what I mean? So I think even with, I I think even that has limitations, but definitely out in public and things like that, these, a lot, a lot of these people that are saying that men can be vulnerable with this, that, and other, while on the other hand, when men do that, they call them all these different names. Like Marlo said in the wire to their security guard, y'all wanted to be one way. Y'all wanted to be one way, your way. It's okay for us to express feelings and emotions when it aligns with yours. If it doesn't, then it's a problem. And I also say this, while I do give women, you know, I'm, I'm on their side as far as, you know, he's talking all this traditional stuff, Darius is, but he didn't do the traditional thing. In even if he had, even if they were married, the conversation then would have been, see, this is why I'm not so pressed to get married because men think once you become their wife, you can just control them. Just because he's her husband, that don't mean he can tell her what to wear and what to do. So y'all just pushing the goalposts on that one. If we if you're gonna be honest, yeah. you're pushing the goalposts on it. Cause it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered if he was married to her or not. I agree. Mm-hmm. I only brought that up because I'm like, it just shows that there's always that, they're always looking for that out. And that's just another excuse that they can't use. They would have flipped it another way, but they still can't use it. So I'm going I'm to ask you guys another question. Is, okay, I, th- go. I think you're about to say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Was- Is being insecure a bad thing? <sighs> no. I'm going to answer no. that for you. No. No. You know why? Because there was a whole, probably the most popular show in America called Insecure. <laughs> like it was a show about women and people dealing with their insecurities and people being able to relate to this woman going through life, navigating life, dealing with her insecurities with her friends, her relationship, her parents, her job. But once a man becomes insecure, it is the world has shut down. Not only can you not be insecure, like it's it's to the point where you you're lowered a level. Anytime a man shows vulnerability or, you know, the things that we, that most heterosexual men fear is being labeled weak. And those coming to things like being gay, weak, vulnerable, 
uh, insecure. It's in your feelings. Like everything, everything describes like this, this image of a man that you're supposed to be. So like Rosie said earlier, um, a few shows back, we talked about toxic masculinity. And my definition was, this is a perfect example of that, where there's this limited idea of what men are supposed to be. And you have to be it. Either if you're on the, the, the higher side of the, the hyper masculinity or the hypo masculinity, like this is this this is the box of men like anything outside of this box is negative. And even inside the box is negative because it, 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 it labels you and constricts you to be this this machine of what we consider a man. So it's crazy because people talk about insecurities. To me, insecurities are there's two parts of it. It's the internal and external factors that come from it. Like internally, you might be dealing with something, you know, it could be those things. It's the fact that you saw that she's the breadwinner. Right. And so for a lot of men, knowing that that woman makes more money than them, there can be a level of insecurity. That's the world kind of, but the world is the, the group that pushes that on you. You're supposed to be the breadwinner. There was a lot of what well, she could do better. He, he needs to, you said she, he needs to sit back and learn how to be the side dude. His money doesn't, has nothing with him being the side dude. Because if we say that same thing for a woman, you're misogynistic because the money doesn't give you the power to go out and do what you want to do. But once the woman has the power, which equals money equals power, then go out and do this external factors. The dude was called Kiki Palmer, baby daddy, the whole thread. Like if you look, if you, if you go Google Kiki Palmer before it says Darius Jackson, it's going to say Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Like we kept calling this dude Kiki Palmer, baby daddy. Like those are things that contribute to you to being more insecure. So you ask this man if he's insecure, you're damn right. He's insecure. He's a young black man trying to navigate de dealing with a huge star who's coming to her own, who's expressing herself in ways that he's probably not familiar with. Even if they do it on there's, I think we might've talked about this one time. I think you guys were going on vacation or tablets doing something. She was trying on bathing suits and it's like for me. And I'll be honest, there's things that Z can wear with me, but you ain't wearing yep. that often by yourself. Right. Like, you right. You know, we're going to the beach. You and your girl, you know, on a girl's trip, you can't. Maybe it was for the Bahamas trip. You can wear that shit with me, you know, in the Bahamas, but you ain't wearing this out there with your girls, you know, doing the thing. Like, there's things that I want you to be free. There's a certain level of freedom that we can have together. And maybe that's an oxymoron, but I can't just let, you know, I don't feel comfortable. And I'd let... I don't feel comfortable you wearing this stuff out here in public because why are you doing this? Why are you wearing this to Usher concert? Apparently, there's you have feelings or there's a certain attraction to Usher that we maybe have talked about, but it came out on camera. It showed mm -hmm. you can't hide that. You can't explain to me you just got caught up in the moment. No, you 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 went all the way. Yeah. And, and you, you know, know, we talked about that going into that, you know, stuff you can wear with me, what stuff you can't wear with me when I'm, when you're not with me, it really comes down to the attention that you're going to draw, right? Like if I'm there, that whole protecting women, I can protect you. If something happens, if that guy that is like, oh, yo, yo out in that bathing suit. So I'm gonna smack it. Right. There's a big difference of you doing that where that guy might come up to you and do that versus he's probably not going to do that if I'm with you. Right. Like that. That's the big difference. There is 
we I do have that insecurity of you can't protect yourself or you need me to help protect you in certain situations. And so that I you know, the attention that you're going to get, the attention that you're going to draw, I want to kind of um, you know, confront that and 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 get ahead of that before it gets to the point where now you're in a situation that may turn bad based on the attention that you drew. True. And I'm going to use one more example of insecurities that more people probably deal with, but don't connect the dots. I think imposter syndrome is a form of insecurity. It definitely is. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's just something. And so many people deal with that. It's like you recognize a good thing and you don't want to. I shouldn't be here. Like, I, I don't know why they're paying me. Like, they're going to find me out. Like, she's going to leave me for Usher. Like he has all the money. He's this huge superstar. That is that is a reasonable, a reasonable thought. It could be the farthest thing from her mind, but that's a reasonable thought. You know, and that's that's even if he didn't see her grinding on him. You know, like if she was just like, oh, I went backstage at the Usher concert and was like, okay, uh, so who was all there? What happened? Like you want to know because that's a reasonable thought. And. We don't know what happened after that. She was in Vegas, people. She didn't come back home. She wasn't home with him that night. She didn't slip in the bed with Darius. Darius had to see that video. Her still being um, Vegas, probably didn't answer any phone calls, all this stuff. And he had to deal with it. That's real life. Those are insecurities that people deal with. The same insecurities that women deal with when Riza doesn't pick up the phone fast enough. Or, you know... She saw you thought you were looking at a girl too hard. Like those are insecurities. Everybody has it's human nature. My biggest insecurities. And I've, the difference is I've learned how to navigate them and turn them into try to positive thoughts. And it motivates me to do better by my wife to make sure there's little to no chance that anybody can uh, step in. That's that's how I deal with it. I'm gonna tell you when I wasn't insecure, when I didn't give a damn about who I was with. <laughs> right. I'll tell you about that right. much. Like, you it's know, like, like yeah, I'm, she ain't I'm going insecure. nowhere. You you know, you know that I love you because I care. Right? Like yeah, I, it, that insecurity comes from I actually love you and I'm scared yeah. to lose you. It's that that's that's the insecurity part, right? I'm scared to lose you. I'm scared is, that something's gonna go bad. Yeah. And there's levels to it. Like I'm, I'm 12% insecure. Like rather than chick than every or person, every time they date somebody, they're insecure and they're controlling. So I think, I think during the toxic masculinity question, I think Roger, you flipped it and said, "Is there such thing as toxic femininity?" And I think we see it in this situation where all the women were calling him broke. It's, it's okay for a woman to be broke. It's okay for a woman to not have a job and raise the kid. This man was presumably at home. I assume he had the baby with him, but he's called all these different names. Like I thought we wasn't supposed to use money to lord over your significant other and, and call them broke or something whenever they speak out about how they feel. They're doing the exact same thing that they accuse men of doing for years. So it's, they wanted to be one way. <laughs> it's frustrating. And this is just us expressing our feelings, ladies. Please don't attack us. You can tag me if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> what you're not insecure about is this, right? Yeah. They, they, they do. They want to be one way. So. Yeah. And ladies, this is this is just 
we're not saying we're 100% correct. This is how guys feel and how guys, when you verbalize the things that we're going through, and you can you can sit here and try to nitpick it all you want, or you can sit here and say, I never thought of that. I never, nobody's ever presented it this way. And start, start thinking about the men in your lives who can't really say how they feel. Z and I had a conversation, you know, in the course of a day, in the course of a week, in the course of a month, she can go through an emotional roller coaster. And like Byron said, I might have two moments, not even cry. Like I have two probably times. I got two mulligans a year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two. But I otherwise I have to be completely stable. Use them wisely. And but then when but then when we're unemotional, unemotionally attached or we're unemotionally available, you 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 have a problem with it because society has taught us our whole lives that we can't be emotional. So a lot of the things that we're dealing with as men are learned behaviors and at a, you can easily say well you got to start unlearning them break those generational curses all it sounds good but the women that we know and love and that we a lot of us are pursuing won't allow us to break the curses it, it's the thing you know just like you say we talk about the bbls and the lashes and the, the the baby hairs and all that stuff like well men men still want it when's it like okay that sounds good even though we're telling we don't don't it's the same thing on the reverse. It's we have to because this is the expectation of us. We have to be this version of ourselves because you're not trying to date the 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 nice guy. Guess who would have tweeted that? Russell Wilson. <laughs> and y'all ain't checking for Russell Wilson. Next question. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go, man. I we, We've talked a little bit about it. Um. Uh, our homie PD Slay, uh, Porsche, uh, in our group, she she brought up a viral post that's been going around social media, talking about uh, what guys and guys only. What would you rather have, a gay son or a thought daughter? Uh, and so I wanted to go ahead because it was a really good conversation in the text thread. I, I think the listeners need to hear that conversation and talk through it. So I wanted to hear you guys' reaction on the question in general your answer thoughts on you know what would you rather have a gay son or a thought daughter you want to you want to go first bus uh yeah I, well unless we change i think we all had the same answer but uh i chose gay son and my my reason was because the whole thought daughter thing sex is way more complica- complicated than we I think as society are willing to admit because on the one hand there's this push to promote this sexual freedom and you know don't judge women don't slut shame and don't don't do all this that's fine that's that's all fine and well but then we're also in a me too era which has confused a lot of men because you have some me too charges that are to a reasonable person like yeah yeah he he wrong now I don't know what the hell he was thinking with that. And then you have son that was like, mm, I guess I'll be quiet on this one because I don't know about <laughs> that one. So you got all these complications. Like, it's like one of the number one things that we disagree on and, and have issues with, yet we try to pretend that it's this, you know, just free-flowing, easy thing to do. It's not. We talked about, you know, should we change the whole... um child support thing and if if a man up front says he doesn't want a kid 
you know, and the woman doesn't want to get an abortion, should he still have to pay child support? Like, we got all these complications that come with sex. And so, and on top of the fact that it's dangerous as hell, like, with all the mm-hmm. different diseases out there, or, you know, men feel like they got the wrong signal and forcing themselves on women and things like that. So, I wouldn't want my, not only my daughter, I wouldn't want my child going through that period. So, that's why I went with the gay son, because I thought daughter, I know there's a push that that's carefree and it's fun. And that's what, you know, social media society and Hollywood is pushing right now. But it's a lot of dangers behind it. There's a lot of complications behind it versus I think, um, well, I'll let you, I'll let you say it when you answer Rosie, but you made some good points when you answered as well. And that, Hey, at the end of the day, if they're happy, cool. Okay. I agree with you, Buff. So yes, my answer is, not my answer is not a gay son. My answer is an openly gay son. I want to take it there mm. because I my my brother's gay who was, was on the show, and I have uh, f- close friends who are gay as well, and I know more of their story as I as they opened up. You learn more of their story, and they miss out on so much of their lives not being able to be who they are. You know. Buff, you've been dating Tabitha since 16, right? 15. 15. And, you know, y'all been together since 15. And that's not your first girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. Rozzy, like, hell, you started dating Alice in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, so my thing is, and that wasn't your first girlfriend. Like, we got to experience life. We got to love and have heartache and, you know, all those things and enjoy being just young. Where I was talking to Z and one of my I was talking about one of my close friends probably didn't come out until his late thirties, early forties, right? So she's not even forty yet. So I'm like, you would still be living a lie today if you had to be in his shoes. So that's part of it. And then I'm comparing apples to oranges. Like having a gay there's nothing wrong having a gay son is like having a short son or a tall son like it's just part of who they are right it's just it makes it it's just the what i will get off my high horse and say i know for all of us we have a a vision for how we want our kids lives to go right so it's not the like i'm you know people are necessarily homophobes and i don't think by, by any means you know even byron's answer you know somebody can turn that into like him sounding homophobic it's more so like we want our we have a vision of how we want our kids lives to be that's like hey do you want your kids to be rich you want your kids to be broke well if they're broken happy that's fine it's like mm, i don't want my kids to be broke you know like <laughs> if they're broken happy it's okay but i don't want them to be broke i want my i want my daughter and son to be president and vice president of the u.s and vice and flip it over like that's what i want for my kids you know we want the best the easiest life but for the people who are homophobic out there and they're most sort of comparing it to like well i don't want a gay son and you know da, 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 it's like pause and i don't mean that in the gay term pause i'm like pause and just consider that you are you're part of the problem you know it's there there's not even anything wrong with it it's just part of life it's nothing to be a part of the thought daughter like you were saying byron i think the dangers that come with that um are a challenge 
Now, if she's sexually free, because I know I knew and know women who are sexually free, they were they were young. Like I'm in college, I'm having fun, I'm not trying to be in this long relationship. I know Buff, Rise, and Ferg are full of bullshit right now. They're only 23, 24 years old, and I'm focused on my my school and stuff like that. I like to have fun, and I'm in control of my situation and in controlled environments. And they they they're very sexually free, but mature with it. That's different from somebody who is, I think, when I think of thought, I think of somebody who is searching for something. And a lot of times you're going to find it. And it's not what you thought it was going to be. It's the the thought, the like you said, it's dangerous. There's rape out there. There's all these things that come with it. You know, potential unprotected sex. You're looking for that fun, that thrill. And you get pregnant by, you know, the futures of the world. You get pregnant like the 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 fun you're having, enjoying life. But it's still at the end of the day, you take that with you. It's going to something that's going to follow you for the rest of your life. Um, Unfortunately, in the world we live in, your reputation, you know, it's hard to to overcome that. Uh, And I don't want her to deal with those challenges that come with that. Because the world, just like even, even having a, a gay son, the world's going to make it more challenging. But I think the world's becoming more accepting of one than the other. And I don't know how I can protect or help her navigate that reputation. I don't know if there's like a, a thought community. So, uh,. They call them CD girls. Um, ah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like your your kids can be part of the LGBTQI community. Like they can be part of it. They can find their people. Like it's like thoughts of a feather. I don't know. Like if they can just you know, if there's a city, maybe Miami, where there's just like all the thoughts uh, come together and you know, thought powers activators, something. I don't know how that works, but openly gay son for a thousand, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I it, it was funny. Um, what stuck out for me in the whole conversation, Fur, you said, I don't care either one of those. What I don't want is a bigot <laughs> for, as <Yeah>. a child. <laughs> like that's really what it comes down to. Somebody that judges either one of those uh, kids. So yeah, that's ultimately what I think. Um, I I again just like you guys selected the gay son and and kind of what you were talking about, Buff. Uh, I said. I I really truly believe that that child was born that way. There there was no kind of decision on it or anything like that. They were born that way. That's what they uh, are. And like you said, it's it's no different than them being short, good at basketball, bad at basketball, like you know, not athletic, whatever. It just is what it is. And and I I'm gonna love that child. I'm gonna love my daughter, who's a thought as well. But the same way that I I you know would be like, hey. I don't love what you're doing. Like, I love you, but I don't love what you're doing. Like, I have concerns um, because it's risky. I don't like that you're out there with multiple guys uncontrolled. You know, it, it's it's you go to the club, meet a guy that night. You don't know what he has. You don't know where he's from. You don't know any of that. That's the problem with it. It's risky. Just, uh, I, you know, the analogy that I gave is it's risky, like uh, speeding down the interstate, putting on your makeup, like it's all good until that one time you get into the accident. Like that's the issue that I worry about when you talk about a thought daughter versus a gay son. I, I, I don't have a concern if my son's gay, right? It just is what it is. Uh, and because 
I'm going to love him the same and he can make good choices. Now, there's this stigma about gay men being thoughts, right? There's a stigma that gay men are freer and they, they just kind of have sex with whoever, blah, 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 blah. I would have an issue with that. So if my son was a thought, I'm going to have an issue with that. So I'll flip it to be, I would have a gay child versus a thought child, no matter what the gender was. So I'm, I'm just, I mean, I, I wanted to bring it up because it really hit home that a lot of people actually, this was a hard decision for them. And I don't get that. I don't get how it can be a hard decision for you when it's your child living their truth and living their life versus your child making bad decisions. Because I let's let's be honest, being a thought is a bad decision. <laughs> so... Yeah, Rizzy, I I love how you put it. And what I took from what you said is like, I will always love who you are, but I don't have to love what you're doing. Yep. So one is a and this is this is because you hint you hinted on, you know, that this person, your 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 son in this example is born gay. So it is not what they're doing, because, you know, often you know, one of the misconceptions is like, oh, this gay lifestyle, which is, I think, what you were talking about, the lifestyle where they think like they're so promiscuous and yada, yada, yada and sleeping around. That's that's just, you know, maybe that's there, there is a certain segment of that community that just like any community, heterosexual community, you know, we're talking about thoughts now, you know, there's thoughts on every in every community. Um, but that's just not who they are, you know, like you are born one way and I'll always love you for who you are. But if what you're doing is different then that, I, I don't have to subscribe to what you're doing. I'll always love you, but I don't have to love what you're doing. And I think that's kind of part of life. And actually that's probably one of the biggest challenges of life is sometimes we, we ostracize people and we, we can't separate from who they are from what they're doing. And yeah, if we it, goes, disagree- it goes back to that conversation we were talking about. Would you support your friend that did something bad? Right. And it's like, I, I, I still love my friend, right? I don't support what they did. I don't condone what they did, but I still love my friend and I'm going to be there for them as a friend. And, and, and it's the same thing with your kids, man. So folks out there, if, if you have an issue with your child because of their sexuality or whatever, um, it's you. It's not them. That's uh, that's all I can say about it. So, oh, it's it's so funny. Um, I was. This is just totally aside, but uh, Buff, I know you had you got Street Fighter Six and you started playing it. Have you gone through the battle arena yet? In the opening scene, uh, the announcer on it, he is uh, transgendered or or cross dressed or whatever. And Ollie was watching it. He was like, "This makes me feel uncomfortable." And I was like. <laughs> I was like, well, that's why they put it in the game, man. They they put it in the game to show representation so that you can see it and that you you don't feel uncomfortable when somebody in person, like you run up on somebody because people are like that in real life. And if you come up to somebody like that and they are like that, you don't feel uncomfortable with it. You can interact with them and, and see them and know that that is out there and that's that's fine that they act that way or they dress like that way or whatever because that's just them and they're a person and you, and you just got to respect them for that and he was like 
well that's cool but i i still i still feel kind of weird it's <laughs> like all right man i got you and that ladies <laughs> but and that, ge- that goes to show representations matter and that ladies and gentlemen is called parenting because a lot of people like to fall behind man my kids saw that man well you know what if your kids see something if your kids see janelle Monet pull a t- out at essence first why they at essence second that's your chance as a parent to explain hey you know that's not something that you should do. You're not of that age. You know, she's an entertainer. Or you do like what Rosy said, explaining what was going on with Street Fighter 2. Like, those are moments for you to be a parent and explain it. Because if they see that type of stuff and you're not around, then they're left to form their own opinion. Good job on that, Rosy. Yep. Um, Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So I, I, I talked enough at the beginning, man. I, I can go without a question. I see we on a little of an hour so I'm I'm good yeah I mean I'm gonna try next time I think we end up squeezing a question in the last couple episodes sque- squeezing an extra couple, a question in either at the beginning or the end yeah. that's not supposed to count as a question <laughs> so I think my apologies the Kiki Palmer question which I feel like needed to be addressed because it's the hot topic of the week right that's mm-hmm. what everybody's talking about mm-hmm. wanted to address that so um, let's nah, go ahead and close I mean, it on good. out fellas so we did talk a lot. Of, well, social media in general has talked about Kiki Palmer quite a bit the last day or two. I assume it's going to die down in, in the next day or two. Um, it will. But I am looking for that first post that tells us how this was a distraction and it was staged and how, you know, something bigger is going on. And I just, I just want to use this platform to say, that Americans are stupid. And so you don't really need to distract us. You don't need to distract us from anything. We distract ourselves. We're on our phones. We're watching TV. We're texting one another. The government doesn't need to really fabricate uh, too many things to to distract us. Yes, the government did do COINTEL Pro. They have done some sneaky things in the past. And I'm not saying they're not doing it now. But silly stuff like Usher and Kiki or five people dying to go see the Titanic Nah, if they want to hide something, they'll just do it. They're not gonna like just distract us. Like when they when they um push crack in our neighborhoods in the eighties, they didn't distract us from anything. They just did it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so I, I, like whatever they want to do, they're just gonna do it. Like they don't care if we find out. They, they they'll just do it. So I'm just waiting to see if any of that'll pop up with this Kiki stuff. But I just wanted to use this platform to say we're we're dumb. We don't. We generally don't need anything to distract us because we do it ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely not a magic trick. <laughs> they're yeah, not, just, they're not like look at the left hand while you while the right hand does something. It's like no, we're just gonna do it. We we gonna ram it down your throat. Like we we gonna do what we want. Yeah, because people people don't watch or read the news. More people know, especially black people, know more about this Kiki Palmer thing than uh, the Supreme Court in the affirmative action like that conversation was not I saw I saw way more in-depth dissertations on this last subject than the former so um you could just put it out there and just not tell black people not tell people because you know as long as it doesn't make it social media right right um yeah because you know I, it was so funny um because Facebook, I was going to kind of go into that. Facebook launched threads 
uh, is supposed to be the Twitter killer. And uh, people ran over the twi- uh, threads and set up their threads and started, uh, I think, threading is what they call it. But you can't actually set up a thread. You just got to reply to your actual first, can't call it tweet now, your post. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, tweet is a verb. And that's going to be hard for people to kind of think through. Um, so Elon Musk is trying to sue Facebook or Meta or whatever it is they're called today based on he's like competition is fine but you know flat out stealing is not yada 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 he's just whining because I mean he messed up Twitter pretty badly and uh, for the folks who get their Uh their news from social media and Twitter and everything like that unless you're getting unless you're following reputable media like a CNN a MSNBC a Bloomberg, a, a, you know, HSCN, somebody that New York Times, like a reputable news source. It's not news. You're not getting news from people's tweets. Like, like there, there are reputable news stations and organizations for a reason. Those people actually confirm things. They research. They make sure there's two or three things that can confirm something other than just somebody saying he said, she said. Uh, And you guys noticed that I left off Fox News and I did that for a reason because they don't do that sometimes. Or if they do confirm it, they very much lean and, and they slice out things to give you a slant. But ultimately, they still are much, much better than... I don't know, some random dot com site that you black box something. Um, I, I saw a t-shirt that said science doesn't care what you think. And it really is like that when it comes to news. Like it's not about your your opinion and what you think happened and everything. It's what you can prove, what you can confirm. That's really what it's about. Um, so I I am excited about threads because one is PG 13. There's not going to be a bunch of sex and all of that. I'm not going to open up my Twitter and just see booties and tip all of my threads. Um, oh yeah. Open up my thread and, and see that. So, you know, I, I am excited about it. I, I like the platform a little bit better. I think it's going to get much, much better as it goes, uh, but it's just cool. It's refreshing. It's a new social media that I think is going to be around. They made 10 million followers in seven hours or t- 10 million users in seven hours where it usually takes people weeks uh, to do that so i mean it it came on strong so we'll see how it goes they were up to 70 million um earlier this morning yeah crazy uh, what's hilarious is <laughs> never felt sorry for a billionaire <laughs> but Elon Musk paid all this money for twitter <laughs> like he got he got strong armed into paying his money for twitter and uh mark zuckerberg is like hold my beer because <laughs> <And laughs> essentially what happened dude thought he had a monopoly on like because twitter is such a simple concept yeah it's just yeah. simple and that's the part of the the lawsuit is like they're stealing our con like dude it's it's not a hard algorithm not a hard concept to understand it's just it's just a, a long thread <laughs> that's right. all it is uh of of information so very excited to see where this goes. It's it's super hilarious. Can't believe Elon is just being mad. They're being so petty. They released uh, Mark Zuckerberg's email, email address. I think via Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the lawyer somehow released that. Yeah. So that is the 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 
the drama we live into live in well i was going to mention that but so thank you rosie uh all i want to mention and, and you brought it up you made me think about it was i don't know if you guys ever watched the wonder years the new the new uh series it's pretty good and i just started watching it again uh i think it's just a great representation of uh black family at that point in time you know all different personalities it's just a timepiece and um i can, i just kind of relate to it uh a lot especially just being from alabama uh but in the first the season opener it was the same similar, th- similar thing they were in new york and the son met the the when they were in new york the next door neighbor was a cross dresser and that's how i think they could describe him in there but it's transgender and uh but also from alabama and had to leave alabama because he couldn't be himself like he kept trying to be he was an entertainer but trying to be a version of himself that nobody would accept and when he finally got to be um i forgot what his his or her name was in the show he had success and the dad had to was very standoffish in the beginning and uh similar to ollie when uh, the main character first saw him, he just stared. He's like, I don't know what the hell is this. And uh, but in the show, the dad realized it's just the the man was a person, and they actually ended up working together and you know developing uh, somewhat of a friendship. And he helped him uh, develop his style and lead to success in the dad's career. Who's also a, a, a composer or he does music as well. So it was just cool to see the. The dynamics of people going outside of themselves and learning how to accept people for who they are and being able to develop a true friendship. And um, once again, back to representation, because this this world, these conversations we're having aren't new. There's, there's been people hiding themselves, running from them, them true selves for years. And, you know, it took 2000 probably 15 I'll say mid tens for people to start having these conversations and be more accepting and I just hope it continues to get better because representation does matter any questions anything y'all final thoughts before we go, go ahead and close on out no just shout out to inspire you on air the new beat of the bay thank y'all for listening as always if you need to what listen to one of our back episodes check us out any podcasting platform we are always there you need to get some merch go to threebrothersnosense.com check us out there and all our social media handles three brothers no sense or what is it three brothers on twitter uh or and and what else do we on buff buff owns all our social media stuff yeah we're on threads now as well so three brothers no sense on threads all right so once again three brothers no sense your favorite barbershop style podcast Six Rules of Podcasts. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.